Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. I'm calling this week's episode, episode 124... What is jazz, or when does it stop being jazz? Last week, the last tune that I played by Gregory Porter, I played it because it was the number one album on charts from jazz radio stations, raised questions as to whether or not it was truly jazz. I know some of you will roll your eyes. Not another picky musical analyst trying to define something that isn't definable. After all, as Louis Armstrong says, if you have to ask what jazz is, you'll never know. And for sure, there is generally not much question about Louis Armstrong. He is jazz, right? Listen to this and there's no doubt about it. Folks, I've just been down, down to Memphis down. That's where the people smile, smile on you all the while. Hospitality, they were good to me. I couldn't spend a dime and had the grandest time. I went out to dancing with a Tennessee deer. They had a fella named Handy with a band you should hear. And while the folks gently sway, all the boys begin to play real harmony. I never will forget the tune they call Handy's Memphis Blues. They got a trumpet man leading the band And folks, he sure blows them on And when the clarinet seconds To the trombone's crew It moans just like A sinner on revival day That melancholy strain, that ever-haunting refrain Is like a morning sorrow song Here comes the very part That wraps a spell around my heart It sets me wide to hear That loving tune again Those Memphis blues
Yes, that was from a 1954 studio recording called Louis Armstrong Plays W.C. Handy with the trombone of Trummy Young, Barney Biggard on clarinet, Billy Kyle piano, Arvel Shaw bass, and drummer Barrett Deems joining Armstrong's trumpet and vocal on Memphis Blues. You know it's jazz, even if the tune was written by a blues writer, W.C. Handy. What makes it jazz? Well... According to the Smithsonian National Museum of American History, jazz is music in which improvisation is typically an important part. In most jazz performances, players play solos, which they make up on the spot, and requires considerable skill. There is tremendous variety in jazz, but most jazz is very rhythmic, has a forward momentum called swing, and uses bent or blue notes. You can often hear call-and-response patterns in jazz, in which one instrument, voice, or part of the band answers another. The tune we just heard has all those things. And Louis Armstrong does mean jazz, right? Well, how about this one? It's number two on iTunes' list of the most currently listened to jazz tunes. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night. A beautiful tune, but it doesn't have any of the characteristics that define jazz. No improvisation, no swing, no banter, blue notes, and not even Louis Armstrong's trumpet. But it is Louis Armstrong. And since he's a jazz artist, I guess that might be another criteria we can add. Jazz is music performed by jazz players. Guess what's number one on the iTunes list of jazz songs? A more recent recording, Annie Lennox, with Screamin' Jay Hawkins' I Put a Spell on You. Sounds like a pretty straight blues to me, so it does meet the criteria of the blue notes. But... Annie Lennox is not a jazz artist, and musically it all seems pretty arranged. See what you think. Would you call this jazz? I put a spell on you Because you're You better stop the things you do I tell you I ain't lying I put a 
Another important criteria of jazz, according to the Smithsonian Institute, is, and I quote, Jazz musicians place a high value on finding their own sound and style. And that means, for example, that trumpeter Miles Davis sounds very different than trumpeter Louis Armstrong. Jazz musicians like to play their songs in their own distinct styles, And so you might listen to a dozen different jazz recordings of the same song, but each will sound different. The musicians playing styles make each version different, and so do the improvised solos. Jazz is about making something familiar, a familiar song, into something fresh, and about making something shared, a tune that everyone knows, into something personal. Those are just some of the reasons that jazz is a great art form and why some people consider it America's classical music. I really like that. I have a delightful illustration of that, an old country and western song that doesn't have a hint of jazz, yet I don't think many would dispute that this version of the Johnny Cash tune, I Walk the Line, by the Bad Plus, meets the criteria of jazz.
the bad plus. And speaking of country and western and jazz, here's another one that's definitely jazz. Vancouver's Jennifer Scott with Miles Black on piano. cheating heart will make you weep you'll cry and cry and you'll try to sleep won't come the whole night through your cheating heart will tell on When tears fall down Like falling rain You'll toss around And you'll call, you'll call my name You'll walk the floor The way I do Your cheating heart Will tell on you rendition of that Hank Williams classic by Jennifer Scott and Miles Black. It certainly fits a Smithsonian Institute's criteria for jazz in terms of making something familiar, a familiar song, into something fresh, and about making something shared, a tune that everyone knows, into something personal. I remember in school when a drummer named Bob Fisher approached me and wanted to know if I thought that Herb Alpert and Al Hurt were jazz. I answered, well, they're kind of jazzy, I guess, but I wouldn't call them jazz. I do still agree that this is true related to Alpert. 
even though there was some improvisation in those pop instrumental tunes he recorded. And Al Hurt, while he did have some early recordings that were jazz, those instrumental pop hits like Java and Sugar Lips, catchy tunes that had an improvised part, it would be a stretch to call them jazz. Al Hurt himself stated that, I'm not a jazz trumpeter and never was a jazz trumpeter. Here is one of his pop tunes from the early 1960s that some people have categorized as jazz. And maybe they're right. Wikipedia states that jazz is characterized by swing and blue notes, complex chords, call-and-response vocals, polyrhythms, and improvisation. Jazz has roots in African cultural and musical expression and in African-American traditions. So this particular tune does have call and response. The bridge definitely sounds improvised. A hint of blue notes, some swing. So maybe calling it jazz isn't so far-fetched. See what you think. Here's Java, Alhurt. Fear I'm going to lose all you jazz lovers out there if I don't play something that is indisputably great jazz. So I suspect you'll find that this next one meets all the criteria. I selected it using a table of random numbers on my jazz downloads, and this one came up. There's certainly lots of improvisation. It's performed by people with strong jazz credentials. It has a hint of polyrhythms in the solos. That is, two or more different rhythms taking place at the same time. There are, of course, blue notes. There's complex harmonic variations within a very basic blues chord sequence. There's some call and response between the instruments. And it consists of skilled musicians making up ideas in their solos. And most importantly, it definitely swings. 
Hank Mobley from the Soul Station album of 1960. Here is Dig This.
Frank Mobley on tenor sax with Wynton Kelly on piano, Arc Art Blakey drums, and Paul Chambers bass. Dig this. Definitely jazz. And today's theme is When Does It Stop Being Jazz? One thing that inspired this topic was a comment by Gavin Walker, who hosts a jazz show on CITR, UBC's community radio station where he suggested that it might be time for jazz festivals to rebrand themselves. He stated that, quote, jazz has become so many different things to different people now. It's so broad in its definition that maybe it might be a good idea to cease calling it a jazz festival and just call it a modern music festival, unquote. This was triggered by the festival in 2019, booking hip-hop group Wu-Tang Clan as their headline act. Yet, looking at some of the criteria that distinguishes jazz from not jazz, managing director of the festival, Randy Rainbow, responded by stating that, quote, hip-hop embodies the spirit of jazz. She stated, jazz is protest music. In my mind, jazz completely embraces and includes all of the different voices expressing this, including hip-hop, unquote. According to her, jazz is North American, African-American protest music that uses classical music in an exciting way to create something new, and hip-hop does just that, unquote. Her comment may be consistent with another element of jazz that the Smithsonian National Museum of American History describes, which is that jazz can express many different emotions, from pain to sheer joy. In jazz, you may hear the sounds of freedom, for the music has been a powerful voice for people suffering unfair treatment because of the color of the skin, or because they lived in a country run by a cruel dictator, unquote. Let's hear some Wu-Tang Clan, and you can decide whether it could fit in a jazz festival. The video for this song was of protests of the killing of Eric Garner by police, who put him in a chokehold, and it ends with a listing of all the black men killed by police in the past decade. Here is A Better Tomorrow, Wu-Tang Clan. Go get your cake up. The motto in the streets is you eat or you get ate up. Straight up. You're tired of waiting, go get your weight up. My people's tired of waiting for reparations to pay us. Screaming Jesus can save us. I, I get the Bentley if I save up. But that's just another trick to enslave us. Push the minimum wages. Put, put our fathers up in them cages. Then watch how our mothers struggle to raise us. But, but my ambition won't let me live in this poor condition. That doesn't care about color, creed, or your religion. Priests, politicians, gotta listen to opposition. From my position, we stuck.
still ain't got a pot to piss in. From my position, we still ain't got a pot to piss in. Allah said, save the babies from the cold. Pour wisdom in their cups to the truth overflow. Still, knowledge is the bread that keeps us well fed. Oh, time religion would not bring us satisfaction without action. Now, who can disagree with me? God is not a mystery. There's nowhere in history that you can show and prove to me. But still, you face each and knock your head to me religiously. I'm G-O-D to infinity. For real. The world won't get no better if we just let it be. Na 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 na. The world won't get no better. We gotta change it now. Just you and me. Poor reparations. Uh. Bush administration, inequality, martial law, segregation, falsehood, false teaching, false education. Now's the time for us to come amongst this nation. They deceiving us, they don't believe in us. They believe in that cream like Julius Caesar. I'm like Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X with the heaters. Ripping the chains off the remains of all of the leaders. Never worship an image of evil swine eaters. I'm on the back of the bus with two fine theaters. We in the jungle of life, but never jungle fever. I'm God body all day long. Spiritual life lessons that I recite. In the song, trying to wake up everybody. Can we all get along? For my people that's out there persevering through the storm. Black fish that now stand up, stand strong. Penetrate through the gate and bring the clan along. Never thought we was chilling, striving change for the better. But it was a dream like Martin Luther. He had a vision that could move mountains, protect one another. That's worth it, my brother Malcolm. Asalaamu Alaikum, Alaikum Asalaam. We want justice, police supposed to protect and serve. And then they shoot us down like wild animals. The nerve of them cold-hearted killers with blue suits slaying our black youth. The earth cries from all the blood that's being spilled. We need a solution fast. Yes, law bill. Let me educate them. Translated meaning God's will. It goes all in together, together how we are. The stand with a plan divided we down to fall and that's the Willie Lynch tactics that separated the masses taught us all to think backwards Okay, so some people might concede that the likes of Wu-Tang Clan doesn't necessarily stop being jazz, but there does have to be a limit. While all music categories are fluid with lots of overlap, they do have to mean something. Having Katy Perry headline at the New Orleans Jazz Festival and Blue Rodeo Courtney Barnett and uh, Mercury Rev at the Montreal Jazz Festival just may make a mockery of the category of jazz. 
do any of them meet the category or meet the criteria of jazz that is part of anybody's definition? Now, even though Louis Armstrong did say that if you have to ask what jazz is, you'll never know, suggesting that there's no need to define jazz, I wonder what he would have thought or even what he did think about some of the music that was being categorized as jazz during his later years, as well as after his death. For example, a group that is definitely considered jazz are the Art Ensemble of Chicago. They are the antithesis of anything that Louis Armstrong would have done. They are an avant-garde jazz group that started in 1969 and have recorded more than 20 albums under that name. And some of the musicians are still touring as the Art Ensemble of Chicago. Here's the title track from their 1972 album on Atlantic Baptism.
Well, definitely one of the more swinging tracks from that ensemble. And I don't think there's any doubt that this meets virtually all the criteria of jazz, even though it might sound weird by a lot of people's standards. And even that ensemble's uh, selections of what you might call free jazz, probably, uh, I, I don't see where they could really fit into any other category other than jazz. And personally, I find it very interesting, almost inspiring. That's uh, the Art Ensemble of Chicago, BAP with Lester Bowie on trumpet, Roscoe Mitchell and Joseph Jarman on reeds, Malachi Favors, bass, and Don Moy on drums, live from the Ann Arbor Blues and Jazz Festival 1972. Now, on the other extreme, there is a category of jazz called smooth jazz, and I'm not sure if it fits the criteria of jazz or not, or if it's interesting. So, I checked out some current smooth jazz charts, and here's a bit of a medley of part of a tune from each of the top four albums.
just heard part of one track from each of the four albums on the current smooth jazz charts. In order, they were Adam Hawley, Boney James, Dave Cause with David Sanborn, and someone who goes by the name of Nils. Personally, I'd be more concerned about any of them being classified as real jazz than I would about Wu-Tang Clan or the Art Ensemble of Chicago. It's not that there aren't pretty tunes or nice playing on them. There certainly is. But the rhythms are so one-dimensional, the swing doesn't have much soul, and the improvisations seem kind of automatic, something a computer could probably generate. It doesn't seem to have much of the spirit of jazz. On the other hand, it's relaxing, and it can make good background music, for sure. There's been a lot of music that uh, that have been closer to soul or rock that has been made by jazz artists. And at one point, somebody always would say that that's not jazz. It includes everything from Herbie Hancock's Headhunters album to some of the later Miles Davis records, which many felt were pop music. Great jazz can be really simple. It doesn't have to have complex chords. And it can also be repetitious. A simple tune like Watermelon Man, as written by Herbie Hancock, then re-recorded on the Headhunters album of 1973, would be an example. Here is that uh, re-recorded version. It's simple, but unlike those smooth jazz excerpts we heard, there's a lot of great tension in the rhythms and the textures and the interaction amongst the players, and a sense of fun.
Watermelon Man by Herbie Hancock from the Headhunters album of 1973. One very important aspect of jazz is how each musician puts her or his own stamp on the music. I'm going to conclude this Discovering Jazz podcast on When Does It Stop Being Jazz with a group that both as an ensemble and as individual members truly put their own stamp on the music. There have been a few people I know who questioned the jazz aspect of this, suspecting it belongs more in the world music category. Absolutely not, I say. Jane Bennett and McKecky, out of Toronto. Jane Bennett has very impressive jazz credentials, and the other musicians, mostly Cuban, have all studied jazz and classical music and understand the roots of Afro-Cuban jazz. Closing off with something from their latest album, On Firm Ground, written by the drummer, Yessi Garcia. This is Habana de Noche, or Havana at Night. This is Larry Sademan saying bye for now. Tune in again to Discovering Jazz next week. And next week, since I had fun using a table of random numbers to select that great Hank Mobley track earlier on, I'm going to use that random numbers table again and select... Uh, a few tunes that I've downloaded over the years, and we're going to see what comes up. Bye for now.